And welcome back to another episode of JP and the Beanstalk. Hey, we are here. The energy is great in the gym. We're hyped up. It's time for episode Brazilian. I'm psyched to be here with your Isles. Yeah. Let's go, Beans. We're here. We're in the building. You better believe it. I'm double fisting Hawkeye cups, my Hawkeye sweater, because the Hawks are in the Big Ten title game. Is it likely to go badly? Yes. But until it does, and even after it does, I will still represent my dear sweet Hawks. Hope like crazy for the impossible to happen. And the beauty of low expectations is I won't actually be disappointed when it doesn't go well. Three things that I have to say to you. Thank you. First, yep. number one, I saw that they were not, They were, I saw that their scoring line was not even a touchdown. It no, was like six and a half, which is not great. And we'll start off with no. Secondly, and also not an erroneous you know, line. Secondly, I saw that on senior day, mm -hmm. the guy that got the most cheers was the punter. Correct. Correct. Corey Taylor, punting is winning. I want that shirt. And number three, and the most important thing is, yep. the college football playoffs playoff bracket mm -hmm. was released, mm -hmm. and not a single one-loss team was in there because I was worried. I was mm. worried after Ohio State mm. lost to Michigan that they were still going to be in the top four, which is absolute bananas. Bull honky. Correct. Okay? Bull Correct. honky. Yes. And there's four undefeated teams. Correct. Okay? Georgia and Michigan. 100% didn't think they were going to move. The Washington, 100% should be in there. They've already beat Oregon. They got a chance to go do it again. Mm -hmm. Will they do it? That's the other question. I don't Different know. question, but okay. that's why they played the game. And then Florida State. Yep. So all four of those teams absolutely deserve to be top four. Agreed. Yep. So the only way I can see any of that changing mm -hmm. is if Bama beats Georgia in the championship. Right. To me, that tells me Georgia no longer qualifies. They lost their championship game. Okay. Alabama needs to go number one. That okay. won't happen. Okay. But that's what sure. I think should happen. Sure. Right? Yep. Yep. If Oregon beats Washington, I think Oregon should go mm -hmm. over to Washington. Correct. Okay. Because yep. they are the conference champion. Yep. All right. And then yep. No offense, but Michigan's not losing. No, they're not. And even if no, they do lose, not. even if Iowa does somehow beat them, I, think I still Michigan's think still Michigan in. goes over because they have the one up over Ohio State. Yeah. Yeah. And then correct Florida State, I correct. think if they lose, they're done. Yeah. And then I think yep. if Texas wins the Big 12, I think Texas should go. Yep. That's my opinion. I, I don't disagree with anything that you just said. But not a thing you just said. I've been listening to like Paul Finnebaum. No. 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 And not listening. Let me reiterate right. that. You've heard it things pops up on ESPN on and it said, medias. he goes, Alabama should be in there. I said, no, they should not. They have lost one game. They are ranked eight in the country. No, they should not. No, they should not. What a dork. Just what a dork. I, yeah. It, it, this is why you play the games. This is why... You don't allow opinions of people to actually influence the outcomes, which is why it's good that playoff A exists and B, that it's expanding because four, truly not enough. I would have been content if it had expanded to eight. They jumped all the way to 12. Eight would have been perfect. Yep. 12 is too much. 12 is a little too much. Yep. But it's also not going to dilute the product, no. right? Is it one round too many? Yes, it is. But the, the more that college football can get itself away from having it actually matter what the opinions are and just allowing it to be settled on the field, all the better, all the better. Cause I'm a firm believer mm -hmm. that you should have to win your conference to qualify. Totally agree. 
I totally agree. Like it, right? That should just be a prerequisite, right? Yeah. It should just be a did you win your conference? You did not. Because you, you got to maintain the value of the conference title. Totally agree. So, yeah. I mean, next Absolutely year, love it. Next year, it's changing to only four conferences. Essentially, it's just it's weird. Four power conferences, and it, it's weird. And then the Pac-12 off on an island of two, right? Right. Did you see Oregon State's quarterback already announced for the transfer it's, portal? And there's a so couple other quarterbacks. States. It's just, yeah. it's weird. Um, all of, uh, there's one school, all of their quarterbacks hit the transfer portal. Michigan State's. That was Michigan State's? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All three of their scholarship quarterbacks hit the transfer portal. Their only quarterback currently on the roster is a non-scholarship walk-on. That's it. That dude That's should it. automatically get the reins. <laughs> He should. It's, Absolutely. It's bananas. It, it truly is. But anyway, repping my Hawks. We're repping each other. We're repping just joy. It's the Christmas season. We're a day away from December when we record this. By the time it drops, it will be December. It's great. We both enjoyed phenomenal Thanksgivings. You were in Florida for your Thanksgiving. That's pretty great. It was? Yeah. Yeah. I stayed home in Iowa, feasted, drank. All the things consumed all kinds of drink and vittles. It was tremendous. Feeling a bit hefty right now, but you know what? I'll carry that holiday weight all the way through December. Thank you very much because I ain't about to cut back when the getting is good. So, speaking of smorgasbords, Riles, we're just coming off the feast that was Loki. It was phenomenal. We're basking in that glow probably forever. And now we're in a very much transitional phase where we have a lot of talking to do and discussing about, hey, what's coming up next? What do we feel about what's coming up next? There have been trailer upon trailer dropping in the last couple of weeks. We've patiently waited to unwrap those gifts. Again, to just lean into the Christmas metaphor. Today's the day. It's Christmas morning in terms of trailers. See, I don't know if these are gifts. I feel like this is a stocking. And you're going in the stocking, and you feel something, and you're like, oh, man, this is this has got to be a gobstopper. I know what it is. I know what it is. I got it. Your parents ever do an advent calendar? You know, oh, you yeah. Open it up, and there's just this baby little... It's like a Piece of Hershey's kiss. It's like, what's the big deal here? That's what this is. This is the advent calendar season. See, I was feel really good about that. That's probably a nicer metaphor than what mine was going to be, because mine was going to be the stocking, and there's a like a hard thing in there, and you're like, oh, my gosh. The jawbreaker. Yeah. You pull out and pull. <laughs> and you're like, oh, well, that can't be the whole thing. And then you go back in there and you find another one. Dark. So. Dark, but fair. Yeah. Dark, but fair. So we'll talk trailers, what we like, what makes us nervous, what we're looking forward to, or perhaps not looking forward to. And of course, there's good old-fashioned casting fact and rumor surrounding both a DC and Marvel significant film coming out here in the next couple of years. So a lot of great topics to cover. And I think, you know, we might just do another classic making the beans top five to wrap things up. Sound good? Sounds good to me. Glorious. Well, let's take it from the top. And by top, I mean what's coming out most recently or will be coming out from today's date. In terms of trailers, so we're going to start with the trailer that dropped for Marvel's What If series. I forgot about this one. These induce of What If. Now, 
to set a little context here, I was overall, I think, pleased with season one. Didn't know what to expect, particularly in terms of canon. Like, did the show matter? Did it not matter? And I think we can safely say after season one, it's essentially its own standalone product, right? Like, they weren't really trying to tie any of what if into Marvel, like, true continuity. Safe to say? Yeah, I'd say so. Okay. I think they're just taking what the already established universe and be like, yeah. hey, let's just and let's have some fun with it. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. And so I am all for all for that. Like keep leaning into the genuinely the oh, what if this? What if that? Awesome. Free you're you're playing with a blank check. We've talked so often about how enjoyable alternative takes in different comics and storylines are. So I love that this show can live in that world. Now Season two releases December 22nd, another nine episode run. And what I think is really appealing here is that rather than releasing each episode one week at a time, they're releasing one episode a day. So from December 22nd all the way through the end of 2023, December 31st, we're getting a new what if episode. What a cool concept. I like that. What are your thoughts? So we're getting more episodes than last year, last season? Because how many was in the last season? Wasn't it six or was it eight? Yeah, good question. Good question. Because that's like 10, isn't it? 22, 23, 24. I guess if you're counting, it's like, no, 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 no. That's right. 10 episodes. Right. So I'm Did we get 10 stretching. episodes on the last one? Mm. No, I'm I'm happy if we got more episodes. If yep, it's yep, good yep, quality. There were nine episodes in season one. Okay. I'm sorry. Just go through December 30th. Damn. So there's nine episodes again. Nine episodes okay. again. Yep. Nine I'm still, nine. you're one off. I was three off. So technically, you Freaking were close. major. Gosh dang it. Yeah, I can't count either. Did you not listen to me just count out loud to, to nine? <laughs> to ten. In to my ten. defense, I was doing 22 plus nine. I, I still. Dates work differently, so. I still use my fingers to count. We're fine. <laughs> I say that Break with the calendar. zero shame. Okay. Thanks for throwing me a bone there. Appreciate oh, you. I got you. Appreciate you. I got you. So what are your expectations heading into season two? Um, well, what little like trailers we've gotten. Right. Just I'm, the one so far. I'm kind of excited. Mm-hmm. Right. I think mm-hmm. the I think the main money grabber for me, and I think this should be for everybody, is the Avengers in the 80s mm. with Chaka mm-hmm. as Black mm-hmm. Panther. That's right, isn't it? I believe so. Okay, cool. So, so Chuck- some Killmonger is Black Panther in there as well. Yes, that was yes. And then we had you know Ant Man and the Wasp, yep. the originals. Yeah. And then uh, Captain Marvel was chilling with them, mm-hmm. and Winter Soldier, Bucky Barnes was that? in there, which about is that? an odd uh-huh. throw uh-huh. that I love. Yep. Okay. Yep. So that looks really promising. Right. Okay. We see some continuations of the other ones, yep. like Star Lord being a Kind of a, a, a bad guy. Um, really leaning into the yeah. ego powers. Right. Um, what else did we see in that? We saw the... Uh, they've been hitting at Captain Carter. Correct. The sequel, yep. which I, we already kind of knew was coming. True. Um, True. Iron Man being stuck on Sakaar is coming, which they was supposed to be in the last season. Mm. And then they mm. cut it out for some reason and brought it into the new one. Mm. Okay. So... Yeah. Sounds like a lot of fun. Because that's why Iron Man... 
in the yep. crossover or whatever yep. was. Right. Yes. Right. So. Yep. But yeah, no, I'm excited. Yeah. I'm excited to see what they got going on. Yeah, I think it's exciting to see a return of sorts to some of the familiar characters. And I, I mean more so the original characters that we got to know and really embrace in those first 10 years of Marveldom, right? You mentioned Iron Man, you mentioned Star-Lord, Doctor Strange is going to be around, different versions of the Black Panther character. So I, I like that aspect that even as the world, you know, the Marvel Universe expands in terms of the sheer volume of characters, that this feels like a little bit of a, a good blend of there's still plenty of newness because it's a genuine twist on characters, but enough to draw us back in to tap into that nostalgia tank a bit. Well, so that's pretty cool. And on top of the nostalgia, it's also kind of establishing like this legacy, right? Because mm -hmm. we had a legacy for Ant-Man, but we don't really get to feel it because we don't really, we get little glimpses of Hank Pym and yep. Janet being Ant-Man and the Wasp. Right. We only get glimpses. To actually see them in that role working with S.H.I.E.L.D., I think that's really cool. Mm -hmm. To see what kind of, how badass T'Chaka was as a Black Panther. Because, yep. I mean, that's the whole thing with the Black Panther. That's a whole legacy. Legacy. Before yep. him and yep. after him. Correct. So it's really cool just to see that part. So I'm super excited about it. Yeah. The animation style is so phenomenal as well. That it, I couldn't imagine it being any any more perfect. Uh for the for the cartoon like obviously it's a cartoon but it strikes such a great blend of you know that it's the cartoon but it doesn't feel cartoony right it's it's just such original feels like it's ripped right out of the comic book it feels like it's easier to do than film it live action you know like instead yeah, of being totally like hey true. let's get everybody together to just do this one random episode of yeah that yeah. doesn't matter yeah and i like we got a little tease there of the uh, of the shang chi I really enjoyed out of all of Phase 4, I may have enjoyed Shang-Chi the most. And so there was some real teasing in the trailer of uh, of the Ten of Rings, of the Shang-Chi world. Um, so that was pretty cool. That was pretty sweet. I think if, if I remember right, there was even a scene where Odin is coming in and just like duking it out with, if not Shang-Chi, someone that's wielding the Ten Rings. So... Yeah. Color me excited. Well, and I think I think that's a good part too, is they're like exploring these new yep. like the newer movies as well. Right. And I mean I know they do have one episode two with uh that new uh character that they created from the Native American tribe. Yes. Yes. I almost forgot about her. And she's You're pretty right. much a living Tesseract, is okay. how I understand it. Fascinating. So I will be interested to see her, her whole episode as well. And if they all connect again. Yep. So, right. Yeah, that's right. That was very unexpected with season one, how these, uh, how these seemingly like tangent random branches and characters all coalesced towards the end. That was pretty fascinating to witness. Yeah. yeah be cool if they tied that in together again. But again, I, I really like the episode release structure. I think it's such a great way to do it because you're not making a bigger deal out of this show than it needs to be. I mean, I, I'd be okay if they just released the whole season at once, but I, I won't mind the, hey, one episode a day. That's a fun little package to unwrap okay. as the season progresses. Anything about the trailer that gives you pause or makes you go mm, nervous here? Not so sure. Not yet. Yep. I don't have any issues yet. 
only thing that really throws me off is when they're trying, and I understand sort of the thought here, but the voice actors that are clearly trying to be the actors that they're not, right? I would almost rather just have like someone be Hank Pym that's not trying to be Michael Douglas. That makes sense? Yeah. Like not trying to do his voice. That's the only piece of it that I'm like, because you just can't do it. You just can't nail it. And so just pick something different. Like that's where I'm at. Right. Well, and it's either you get those actors and actresses yes. to do it yes. or you just, you don't. Correct. And that's okay. Correct. It's a different timeline. It's a different variant. Yeah. They can sound a little They can off. sound different. Like this one's vocal cords just developed a little differently. You know, so. Yep. Yep. Totally agree. All right. Good things. What if season two, December 22nd. Okay. Hey, as it turns out, also coming out December 22nd, Aquaman in the Lost Kingdom. Yeah. Aquaman Deuce. Well, we've already seen the whole movie. We've already seen it all. Oh. It's a great movie, guys. Yes. It's fantastic. Yep. About 90 seconds long. Yeah. But uh, pretty fantastic. Yeah, let's just let's just lead with that, right? I mean, what haven't we seen really at this point from that movie? Yeah, I think I think that's been. I think when the first one came out, we're like, yeah, this is not good. Uh, and they just double down with the second I, trailer. Well, and with the second trailer, I think they go more into the idea that you know now Aquaman's this leader. Yeah, he's got a kid. Yep. and his being a dad is his whole thing now. And now he's, and then he realizes that he now has to make amends with his brother because if he doesn't, all of Atlantis falls. And uh, yeah, I will say, either either way, with both of these trailers, right. like Manta is to me will probably be the highlight of this movie. Okay, I'm excited for him to just go in and tear sh- shit up, tear it up. He uh, he appears equipped to do the tearing. Yeah. Uh. It's truly a bummer that they've revealed so much because I, I, I'm, I don't think they have to, and that's probably a naive take because it's been a while, relatively speaking, since the first Aquaman movie came out. But for me, like Jason Momoa is such a outsized personality and well-known individual. That really, if you're going, hey, we need to market this to make sure people come see it. Like, just market around Jason Momoa. You don't have to show us the whole story to say, hey, here's why you're going to come. You're going to come for the story. People that are currently either on the fence or not as aware of the Aquaman character, they're not going to go because they saw what looked like a cool story. They're going to be Jason Momoa. Sorry, Mr. Mike. They're that's why. And so I just feel like it was so unnecessary to reveal so much of the story. Because I'm certain we're going to go see it and go, yep, yep. All right, we're an hour and 15 minutes in. Oh, there's that scene. Sweet. Oh, it's the climax. Interesting. We've seen that. Kill. Really cool. So it's just a bummer. Now, it looks cool. It looks spectacular. The visuals look tremendous. I'm sure the action will be delightful. But... Boy, they just really shot the lot here. Can you imagine if we go into that movie and we come out and it was like none of it was in there and it's just like 
secretly this rom-com <laughs> where it's like him and Mara go on the honeymoon and then they get attacked, but they're still in love. Well, and there's the other piece. Mara, literally not in a of this second trailer. Like, they at least have the decency to give her a split second in trailer number one. Trailer two? No, no. No, Mara. It was basically Arthur Curry as a single dad. That's what it was. Yeah. And like there's I was, no mention of her. Like I was telling you earlier, we don't have enough single dads in in, in shows. Right? We got a lot of single moms, not a lot of single dads, unless those single dads are in a chick flick and it's a single mom, and she's like looking at this good-looking dude, and then on top of it, mm-hmm. he's a dad. And now, technically, again, this works in this scenario. Jason Momoa's a good-looking dude. Yep, they could have done three men and a baby <laughs> with Black Manta, Aquaman, and Orm. Could have, or could have, or replace Black Manta with Willem Dafoe. But he's not in this movie. Or Tom Selleck. Tom's. Yeah, or Tom something. <laughs> just, just his character from Hawaii Five-0 just Tom, happens to be there. Tom, we need you to be in this. Just hang out with the kid. Thanks, Tom. Mustache, you got it. Fantastic. Very good. Yeah, I, I enjoyed the first Aquaman movie so much. And what is what, I, what I'm going to hold on to here is that regardless of how this sequel goes, that Aquaman movie can still just stand alone and I can go back rewatch it anytime I want to and still enjoy it. So this this sequel won't ruin that. Um but just from a marketing perspective, it, it feels like what it is. It feels like the dying breath, the dying gasp of this uh you know this movie franchise that was really never a franchise. So it's it's kind of strange. I'm excited personally. Yeah. I am. I'm looking forward to it. I really like the first one. I was impressed with the first one. Um just so good. the way that um it was shot. The cinematography for that was fantastic. Yeah. I will I barely ever mention cinematography because I'd never care. I, I care you know what I mean. It's I just not something I'm like I do. Oh your camera angle. And I right. did camera for ESPN. Right. Okay. Not to toot my own horn, but like I've done it before and I'm still not that guy that's like <laughs> I'm the guy that's like that is a sweet dunk. He dunked it real good. Yeah, I just feel bad for James Wan because I think he he took his opportunity in the first Aquaman movie, ran with it, did phenomenally well, and it just seems like he's been given the you know, he's just getting the short end of the stick here. I don't think he'll be done. I think if James Gunn is smart, he'll find a project for Hope him. So. Just because. I think he's done so well with a character that was, let's be honest, before Jason Momoa was even casted for, was a running gag for most things. Big Bang Theory, nobody wanted to be Aquaman. Aquaman sucks, okay? Family Guy, they make fun of Aquaman all the time. And there was, it was funny one where they'd make fun of Namor and then they like acknowledge that Aquaman's cooler. It's hilarious. Okay. But like he was, he was a joke and everybody's like, oh, wow, he just talks to fish. Right. And it's like, oh, you ever play Injustice? The dude feeds you Mm -hmm. to a giant shark and that's how he finishes the game. So, yeah. But I think, I think Jason Momoa 
being Aquaman was a really good rebrand for the character. For sure. I don't think... I think they go back to a more classic-looking Aquaman next, so I think it was just... He put Aquaman on the map, whether you like him or not, like like that version of the character. Totally agree. Yeah, totally agree. Yeah, regardless of the trailer, which I'm not impressed with, uh, I, too, am still excited for the movie, still looking forward to seeing it. So we'll we'll go. I'm, I'm disappointed in the marketing approach, but, hey, regardless... Hopefully, James Wan has been able to make the movie that he wanted to make. Because I trust that guy. It's just a matter of how much he's been interfered with. Right. So. And how much Amber Heard really screwed the pooch. It, it's so weird. It's so weird. So, uh, yeah. Can't can't really be upset that the book is closing. So, no. no. Okay. Moving on. The next release into 2024. What's that? What do I hear? Uh, that's an... Echo, January 10th, Echo, all episodes getting released on one day. Trailer showed us some Kingpin, little flash of Daredevil, a lot of Echo, of course. I was surprised when the trailer was over. I went, well, shoot, guess I'm watching this. Echo's... <laughs> I was not planning on watching Echo at all. It's nothing against the actress, nothing against the character as she was portrayed in Hawkeye. I just didn't feel like it was going to be my cup of tea, quite frankly. I didn't know why I should watch it, right? No. Like, what what is it about her character that stands alone that I would go, yeah, I need to watch that show. She was a great part of Hawkeye. Like, she was one of the strengths, I think, of that particular series but not to the point where i'm going i would really love for her to get her own show but i think you wrap the character in with these other characters and now you've you've caught my interest well and that was i think the problem with the entire hawkeye show they introduce all these characters or bring back certain characters Mm -hmm. and yes they have great castings for these characters great actors for these characters it still feels like they didn't know how to juggle them properly. Right. And they, I mean, they rushed it. We, we've talked about that before. Right. And so to have this show come out and they didn't really, they didn't really give us enough to be like, so the cool moments that she had were like, bang, bang, mm-hmm. and then done. Right. right. I mean, when she Very shoots brief. Kingpin in the face. Off camera. No one honestly talked yep. about that afterwards right. because kingpin's presence was only felt at the end of five mm-hmm. and the sixth episode right that was it right so you don't really have there wasn't enough time to build up her relationship with kingpin in the show mm-hmm. so to have her now come in and be like the main character again i was saying this earlier it feels almost like a kingpin show without making it a kingpin show yep and so yep. i'm hoping i'm hoping they f- flesh kingpin out more uh, and what where, what he's been up to, if he's the same as the Netflix one, if he's a little right. different. We really like, don't know. No. And like you said, too, we got a little glimpse of Daredevil. How involved mm-hmm. is he going to be in this? Are they teaming up? Are they not? Because I'm gl- And I'm sure. very glad that sure. it seems like Daredevil is going to be the guy to lead the street heroes. Mm-hmm. Super excited about mm-hmm. that. That's how it should be. Right. Um, right. But I think what I find the most interesting about this whole thing is like you said it's released all on one day yep and i think that was on purpose 
for two reasons. One, I think they're testing to see how it goes. And two, I think they know that this is not a show that people are going to wait week to week to mm. watch. That's a really good point. It's like, a really good point. Not to come off like... No, but it's true. ...rude or anything, because I'm sure the, I'm sure it'll be fine, but Echo is not a character where you're like, all right, can't wait to see what she's up to next week. Yeah, and someone could argue, well, what about Loki? Was she really a character you'd want to do that with? No, not necessarily going into that show, but the big difference is that Loki had several movies that he had already been a part of. His character was well-established. This is still a very new character. And I think your point is phenomenal because if you look at what is now a pretty worthwhile track record of, hey, what's happened with these newer characters that have been given their own show? How has that gone on the week-to-week format? I think of Moon Knight. I think of She-Hulk. Ms. Marvel, I don't feel equipped to commentate on because I still haven't watched it. But those shows, like Moon Knight in particular, She-Hulk was just tough. But Moon Knight, maybe that would have benefited from a, hey, here it is. Here's the whole thing, right? And so why not try something different? Because if nothing changes, nothing changes. So why not try a different release format just to see if you can garner more, you know, amicable feelings about the show? It, it doesn't, it certainly can't hurt. Well, and because you think about the shows that worked, right? You think yep. about uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, mm-hmm. you think about WandaVision, and you think about Loki. Yep. Those characters were already established, had been established, right. and already have a fan base behind. Right? Yep. Everybody yep. everybody liked Wanda and Vision. Everybody liked Bucky and yep. and uh, Sam. Yep. Cheapers. And then... I wasn't going to be able to bail you out. No. I, I had Steve going through my head. Sam, like, that's not right. Sam Wilson. Yeah. And then, uh, but Sam, oh my gosh. Loki was arguably, before he got a show, arguably one of the most favorite characters mm-hmm. in all of the MCU entirely. Mm-hmm. He's up there with Cap and Iron yep. Not for me personally, yep. but for people as a whole. Yep. Tom he's Hiddleston, recognizable. He's okay. easily recognizable. They're like, oh, this guy is going to get into some shenanigans. <laughs> so, it, I mean, I, yeah. I think this will benefit her. And mm. I don't know what the... I don't know what the, the episode length is, how many mm-hmm. there are. I'll be curious to see that too. But it, yeah, we also, don't know the quantity of episodes. How to your point, how long each episode is going to be? But that was Netflix's Daredevil, was it not? Did they release the whole season at once? Oh wow! Oh, I can't remember now. I think so. I would say so as well. So I'm wondering if they're like, "Ooh, maybe we should just build off this." But Shoot, I would like to remember. I'd have if to go I'm back wrong, look. I, I will. I will eat it. No, I think... But I'm pretty sure Daredevil and Jessica Jones and all those Netflix shows, I think they released the entire season at once. No, I think you're right, because I think in the in those days of streaming services releasing their own content, that was still a relatively, you know, at the time, it was a new... I guess not much in the mic. I'm so sorry. It was, okay. a new, it was a new phenomenon. And so, yeah, I don't believe it followed the traditional TV show format of one episode a week. I think it was just, here's the season. So, uh, and the other piece with Echo is they're dipping into the mature content. Like it's violent, right? The The trailer showed easily the most violence of any trailer I've seen, you know, Disney Marvel produce mm-hmm. yet. 
Uh, I mean, she broke a dude's neck. She broke a dude's like, neck. Like, snapped it. And it wasn't just like... a tough trailer for necks. Another guy got shot in the neck. And by the way, it was not like a... Kind of... No. It was like she had him right, in like a headlock. Body weight. And then literally just shook him a little bit. I was like, oh. So, oh. Mm-hmm. We're for cereal here. And yeah. I think there's a reason it's being released on Hulu. As well as Disney Plus. Right. Which is also interesting because they haven't really used that. No. They own both. So it's kind of interesting that they're doing this. Yeah. I hope for the sake. Like, I I want these shows to be good, right? There's not a single part of me that hopes that it's not good. None whatsoever. I am. So I'm optimistic with the cast of characters that they're not. It doesn't appear they're asking Echo as a character to carry a whole show by herself, right? I just don't think these characters can do that. Most characters can't. There's a handful of characters that can, but not, excuse me, 90% of characters cannot. They need a lot of activity going on from these other characters in partnership in order to make a story worthwhile. Right. So I want it to succeed, but I'm still pessimistic. I really am, and I don't want to be. I want it to succeed. I want it to do well. Yeah. Anything else you want to say on the Echo front? No. Great. Well, let's get into what's certain to be your, uh, you know, most highly anticipated work. Web. Sony continues to be. Okay. Let's keep doing this gift metaphor. I have a a relative, sweet person, right? Well-intended. Uh. Comes out of the blue once in a great while. Really, I don't see this person very often. But comes out of the blue once in a great while, always bearing gifts. It's like, okay, this isn't necessary. Like, we're just, we're, we're seeing each other. We're saying hello. That's fine. You don't need to bring me anything. I'm not bringing you anything. So this isn't a mutual exchange. And the gift, so it's it's not expected. And it's it's always odd, right? Not even bad per se, but just really like there was a there was an Easter bunny that was battery powered that talked if you squeezed its paw. Oh, that's terrifying. Right. Creepy, impractical. Also, when my kids play with it now, it just makes sounds. And I as a parent, you don't want toys that make noise. Like battery powered toys, nightmare. Love the silent stuff. So I need to uh, return the drum set I got your children. Yeesh, yeesh, right now. So anyway, that that's what that's what Sony is. Sony is like this relative that shows up once in a while. Like, I brought something too. It's like, no, 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 you didn't. Right? People are dumb. No, you you didn't. Please, please, you know, Gary, just put it put it back, man. It's all good. Not necessary. No, no, I thought of you. Here it is. Oh, Gary. And, and then you just can't stop. And another, then it's over. Another very similar comparison to this Christmas vacation. Sure. The aunt and the uncle come. Yes. And she wrapped a jello mold. Yes. And she in wrapped her cat. In her cat. Oh. Yeah. And so I really, I am just flummoxed as to why Sony keeps doing this. Bless them. I think they're trying, but really, are they? Yeah. I don't actually I, I don't actually think I can even give them 
effort points here. I mean, in this trailer, okay, I don't know anything about Madam Web. Dakota Johnson, she's an actress of great renown. Adam Scott, love that guy. And you've got uh, Hot Girl, the actress who's about to play Hot Girl in the upcoming Superman Legacy film that we'll get into, Isabella Mercet. Sure, I didn't pronounce her name correctly. So sorry. You've got uh, Sweeney. Why can't I think of her first name? <laughs> yeah, she'll be my favorite. Anyways. <laughs> uh, oh, man. What is her Sydney first Sweeney. Name? Yeah, Sydney. Sorry, Sydney. Yeah. Emma Roberts is playing Mary Parker. Okay. Yep. She's, yes. Yep. <sighs> but She's I, pretty well known. Right. I, but I, I truly, I, I don't. I don't get it. Like I, I really don't. Like what? What are we doing and here? Now, not none of those are Jessica Drew either. Correct. Correct. Which is correct. probably the oddest part, as they because they have all Spider Women. Yep. And they don't have the main one. Right. They have the other ones. Because it should be Jessica Drew leading these guys. Right. Absolutely. So, no, Sony is doing whatever they can in their power to hold on to the live-action rights of Spider-Man. That is what they are doing. But what is the most mind-boggling thing is they own the Spider-Man video games that arguably have one of the best iterations of Spider-Man to date. I still haven't played the second one. I haven't even started yet. I know. I'm the worst person ever. It bothers me too, okay? I'm not judging you. I'm not judging you. Anywho, how do they make a game like that or one of their cartoons like they've done, yeah. right? Yeah. How are those better than the live action movie where everyone of all ages goes and watches? How can you make something so wholly original as the two Spider-Verse films we've had and that push out this turd? And- that's the other thing. It, it's Great bamboozling. Point. It's bamboozling. This is the it's, same company that has yeah, done... I missed yeah. the main one. <laughs> the main example. Into the Spider-Verse. No, but your example's phenomenal. Into the Spider-Verse. Arguably another. Arguably one of the best Spider-Man movies all time. Creative, arguably. original, all all the things. Like from a storytelling perspective, from a style perspective. What are we doing? How can it has to cost them more money to make these movies than they do in the long run through any of what they're justifying as we're hanging on to some of the Spider-Man characters. Like it it just has to. Well, yeah, because to me, that's all it is. They're trying to hang on. And I think they are trying to get Marvel to be like, oh, man, we wanted to use Kraven. And they're like, oh, you can use our Kraven, but Mm -hmm. it's going to cost you money. And so I I think that's all it is. I, I think. They're just a st- they're a dog peeing on their own tree. Mm-hmm. They're like, this is mm-hmm. my tree, mm-hmm. and we're like, yeah, it is your tree because it's in your yard. We can't move the tree. The tree is there. Yeah, yeah. It it, it truly boggles my mind. Like, I there's always a chance. I, I in fairness, there's always a chance that there's genuinely a story to be told here. Something will come out of this, and we'll go, holy smokes! You know what? That was worthwhile. I really, it, it's like Iowa playing in the Big Ten Championship game. There's always a chance Iowa could win, but it's not very realistic to expect that. Well, and 
this is what I'll say about the actual trailer, right? Yep. So obviously we're getting a young Ben Parker. Mm-hmm. Uh, right, right. Is it Uncle? Are we getting a young Uncle Ben and Aunt May, or are we getting Peter's actual parents? Sure, I think we're sure. getting Peter's actual parents because isn't sure. I'm trying to remember who Adam Scott plays. Yep. Because I can't remember if it's Ben or if it's Peter's dad. Ben Parker. He's playing Uncle Ben. A young Uncle Ben. I guess. I mean, it's listed as Ben Parker, so unless they're both named Ben. It's got to be Uncle Ben. Right. So, okay. So get that out of the way. Right? We're getting a young version of them. So meaning we're going to see Peter's parents that nobody asked for, nobody cares about. Um... <laughs> I don't even remember where I was going with it. The one thing I will say about this trailer is that, firstly, the villain's costume looks like it came out of season eight of the CW's Flash. Mm-hmm. That costume Great reference is you. horrendous. Great reference by you. Absolutely horrendous. It is ugly. I don't know what the thought process was behind it. Honestly, they should have just kept him barefoot in a suit. That's what they should have done. But they didn't do it. They decided, you know what would be really cool? We give this guy a ugly Spider-Man costume. Let's make it bang. I don't get it. I don't. Uh, no. It, it defies, it truly just defies any kind of storytelling logic. So it's it's a bummer. It's totally driven by factors that have nothing to do with, hey, is this a worthwhile story? Are these worthwhile characters? Well, and I wish they would have given us one or two characters to attach to. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, mm-hmm. don't get me wrong. I'm all for you introducing these new Spider-Women in, into your universe, whatever. That's yep. great. Yep. But, and I'm not asking for Peter even. Or Miles. You don't have to give us Peter or Miles. Right. But, like we said, give us a Jessica Drew. Yeah. Or, here's a great idea. Give us Ben Riley. That is a perfect time to give us Ben Riley. Or, no. if you want to do Kane... Kane is also great. Mm-hmm. One of those two that is the Scarlet Spider. It's not quite Spider-Man, but it is kind of Spider-Man. Right. And then we still get Spider-Man. Right. It's just, honestly, Kane would be cooler just because he's more, like, unhinged, <laughs> right? He's more likely to murder people. So that's great. But, you know, give us at least two two things, right? Right. Two people that were like, yeah. So, I don't, I don't know, man. Why... It's like Morbius. This movie should oh. exist. Uh, if you would have told me she was going to show up in a Spider-Man movie with Tom Holland, Correct. that would have been Correct. cool. It's a supporting character that does not need their own, she, own movie. They so don't. The first time I ever saw her was growing up as a kid. She was in the 90s Spider-Man cartoon. Mm. And she shows up at these random moments in Peter's life. Sure completely blindsides him and like kind of gives him a little hint to his future and he wants nothing to do with her yep. and it's great and then he always finds himself coming back to this crazy lady and he hates it every time and finally he does admit when she's right and then they end up working together whatever but but and it's fantastic but that's exactly what this character is. It's a supporting character. That's not a main character. And I would have loved that in an actual Spider-Man movie yeah. because it would have shown, instead of it just being by complete accident that Peter gets bit by this spider, she's there to be like, no, no, this was your destiny to begin with. This is how the web of life works. Mm-hmm. And, yes. you know. <laughs> yeah. Mercifully, best thing we can say about this is it's coming out on February 14th. So... 
not a movie that anyone's going to go see on Valentine's Day. I don't have plans. (laughs) So... Please don't go and see this by yourself. It'd be the saddest thing I've ever heard of. Don't, don't do it. Oh, I'm going to get a text from me on Valentine's Day. Hey, so I saw Madam Web. Um, I'm taking the next couple of days of work off. <laughs> <laughs> I just want you to know. Uh, I'm mildly depressed. <laughs> it's not good. You know, that release date just also tells you everything you need to know about the quality of the movie. It's oh. like, let's see, it's being released in February. That's where movies go to die, Riley. <laughs> 14th? Freaking Valentine's Day? I am just, I think the thing that gets me the most excited is whatever this end credit scene's gonna be. Wow. Incredible. Hammerhead comes out, and his head's just super thick, and he's like, I'm ready. Wow. Wow. What a spectacle. Freaking Morbius. Like, gosh, I still can't believe we went and saw that. All right. Moving on. Craven, the freaking hunter. I am actually excited for this movie. Okay, fair. Uh, the current release date for our dear sweet Craven the Hunter is sometime in August of 2024. Oh, so you did find the actual accurate According date? According to IMDb, they're saying August of 2024. I mean, hold on to all these release dates loosely, right? Uh, especially one that's still relatively speaking, this far out. But there's been a couple of Craving the Hunter trailers released, and frankly, they both looked almost identical to me. They're not quite identical twins, but they're definitely related. Uh, a lot of Craven ripping dudes' throats out, biting noses off. Um, little Russell Crowe in there is Craven's dad. Love seeing our good buddy Russell, especially after his uh, tough turn in Thor. Um, he seems to be channeling a little bit more of his inner Russellness than he did uh, as Zeus. So I'm pleased to see that. Tell me why you're excited, because I want to. I want to get on board here. I want to well, be excited. Let me let me reel that back a little bit. I don't know if I'm excited. Relatively, per se. relatively. I am more. I'm looking forward to this one more yep. than their other projects as of late. Okay, mm-hmm. uh, when it comes to their live actions. Yes, I'm yep. a big fan of Craven. Okay. I love Craven. Okay. He's one of the coolest Spider-Man villains. Yes. And he's always kind of like sometimes he's like a villain, but other times he's kind of like a slides into the He's like a neutral party. He's like a more violent Switzerland. Um so you know, uh the Swiss wanted to kill people. This is what they'd send out. But his premise is really cool in the sense yeah. that he's like, I just want to hunt mm-hmm. cool stuff. You know what I mean? Like he, he's like, I've hunted lions and bears, and now it's time to hunt man. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go to the concrete jungle and go hunt a man spider. So that's why I'm excited. Yeah. I'm excited that they're not holding back on the violence. They're getting a little uh, oh boy. creative. Wow. Uh, the bear, bear trap. trap. Oh yep. my gosh, was that dope. That's so, a- and to the head, like, we've all seen, you know, or can imagine a bear trap to the leg. How about to the freaking dome? Goodness. Well, and goodness. In my head, because I love the John Wick franchise. Yes. This feels like John Wick from Africa. That's what this feels like. You know what I'm saying? No, no. He comes out, he's got the, he killed a lion, and now he's killing people with spears and traps, right. and that's sweet. Yeah, where this movie can gain a tangible foothold in terms of quality 
have great action, right? Yep. It's it's an action movie. So really, the story, okay, it, it can it can be full of holes, but if this movie is able to deliver on some phenomenal action while packaging itself in a story that makes enough sense, listen, that would be a clear upgrade over Morbius. That would be a clear upgrade over the second Venom movie. I know the first one was much better. But so there's potential here. No question. And one thing I'm really hoping for, too, with this is because he looks comic accurate. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Props True. to them. He looks comic True. accurate. Right. Yeah. Um, it's, they've hinted at a comic accurate-esque rhino. This right. mo- seems more genetic than actual. Like, sure. I'm stuck in a rhino suit. Which, to be honest. Which, frankly, good. Genetic is better. Right. You know how embarrassing that is? Can you imagine if that would have been a Bumblebee so costume right, instead? Right, you're the rhino. How'd how that happen? Well, I'm stuck. I still can't get it. I still haven't figured out how to I don't get have out. a choice. It's like, okay. <laughs> like, in the Spider-Man PS4 game, it looks like actual, like, armor is yeah. just fused to his body. Sure. In comics, it's literally a rhino jumpsuit. You know? So, and I'm kind of hoping... <laughs> Because Craven and this character are like half brothers, yep. I kind of would love if Chameleon comes in mm. and plays like a Loki esque role yep. where he just plays shenanigans. Right. 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 So, which is another character we haven't seen yet in a Spider Man movie. Mm-hmm. I think one guy was technically Chameleon, but he was just by name and it right. didn't do anything. Right. It was one of those stupid things. Right. But I think that would be really cool too if they can do that. Right. And then. Just let that play out, yeah. and at the end of it, if they all go to prison, fantastic. And then they all get broken up by Vulture, and they're like, hey, you know, you want some... Should we bad guys together? Six? <laughs> you don't like Spider-Man either? And they're like, yeah, we hate Spider-Man. It's like, you haven't met him yet. That's not fair. Because <laughs> that's how it was with Morbius. He's like, you want to take down Spider-Man? And Morbius is like, yeah, baby. It's like, you haven't met him yet. Does that exist? He's not even been mean to you yet. So, yes, that's where I'm at. I'm excited in that sense. Um, because even if they do botch it, I think I think the MCU is smart enough to know what to take with him and just be like, okay, we're going to take Craven, bring him into our universe, but... Yep. We can change what we need to. Because I think Aaron Taylor Johnson would do just fine. Yeah. Just like Jared Leto was just fine as Morbius. Because Jared Leto is a weirdo. Right. And Morbius is like a, a weirdo. Looks like a vampire. Perfect. And Aaron Taylor Johnson is weird. Mm-hmm. And he looks like he's killed lions mm-hmm. with his bare hands. Yeah. Okay. Good so, fit. Good fit. Yeah. No question. Well, and if, the, if they're truly going to release it in August... I like that there's a lot of time between now and then, post-production work, so it doesn't feel rushed. And that's a confident move to release a movie in August, right? If you're going to release an action movie anytime in the summer, you got to feel confident that you've got something worthwhile. So just the really the inverse of what I just said about Madam Web, February 14th. Well, and we need to hope they learn from the Morbius movie in the sense of, if you remember... That first act of Morbius, mm-hmm. I believe we thought was really good. It was pretty solid. And we're like, like there's a oh. chance here. There's a chance. And then Whoops. it's like two thirds of the way in. It's like it was a car wreck. It was incredible. And so if they can learn from that and actually kind of fix it, they might actually be able to pull it off. Yep. Just saying. 
Well, I'll remain cautiously optimistic on that one. So Craven, August of 2024. I will I will be in optimistic as well. Yeah. Yeah. Now a trailer that I just want to give a name drop to. We won't discuss, uh, but I did want to bring it up. Mad Max no. Furiosa coming out May of 2024. Icky. No. It looks incredible. Nope. I know that you have a dark, dark chained up gate in your heart. Over the part of your soul that could open itself up to Mad Max. I was going to say, Chris Hemsworth looks phenomenal. How did that movie get a prequel? Anya Taylor-Joy looks incredible. I'm going to go see it. And I know you're not going to come with, so I won't invite you. But the invitation is open if you ever change your mind. The trailer looks insane. Okay, moving on from trailers. A lot of great recaps there, Riles. Well done. Let's rip through some casting Facts and uh, less than facts. Rumors. So let's let's with the facts. Okay, let's start with what we know to be true. Superman Legacy seems to have come to a, if not the end point, it's got to be really doggone close, of its casting announcements when it comes, at the very least, to the main characters we're going to be spending time with. We got our Lex Luthor in the form of Nicholas Holt. You dropped a YouTube video to express your joy over Mr. Holt. That's true. Jumping in in Lex Luthor form. And then we also had our Jimmy Olsen revealed. And I, I think it's safe to say that it's entirely possible the actor's name after this movie will just be changed to Jimmy Olsen. Because he looks like when you close your eyes and go, let's see, Jimmy Olsen, Superman, open them. Oh, Skylar Gassando. No, no, that's Jimmy Olsen. It's insane. It is kind of funny because you're like, oh, man, they did a really good job casting Superman. And then <laughs> the Jimmy Olsen casting is probably the best one out of all of them. Right. You're right. like, oh, so, wow. Oh, okay, never mind. It's it's this guy. That's incredible. Yeah, it, it's really wild. He looks literally like freaking Jimmy Olsen ripped out of the comics. But now that we're at this point, Riles, I mean... Go on about Nicholas Holt. Tell me why you're so pumped about Mr. Holt here. I'm pumped because this dude knows how to play smart. He knows how to play calculated. Mm -hmm. And he also knows how to play a crazy person. Mm -hmm. Okay? And I think he can handle both of those. Right? Right. Because, honestly, I think he will be calm, cool, and calculated throughout the entire thing until, you know, but he'll nail that anger outburst. Now, why do I say this? Right? He's been beast. Mm -hmm. My beast. Mm-hmm. One of the most iconic, smart characters when it comes to comics, yep. Ferris. Yep. Okay. And then he made that really weird, crazy person in Mad Max. It was such a great movie. Have you seen it? So. In every other role I've seen him in, he plays a crazy person. He played that one we- that one crazy king in that Hulu series. Mm-hmm. He's played uh, uh, the rest of his things. He's, the dude has range. He genuinely has range. Right. Because... What he showed in Mad Max was out there, wild, and yet he's been very steady, very level in other roles. So I think the best version of Lex Luthor isn't crazy. As a matter of fact, he's very logical. He's very deliberate. It's not a, hey, this is a crazy person. Why would anyone want to kill Superman? No, it's the logical part of this is the right thing to do to take this guy down. Because if he turns on us, we are screwed. So it's my responsibility as the smartest man alive to figure out 
how to defeat the strongest and most powerful being on Earth. Right, and his crazy, and so he's, to, right, to so he's crazy like unhinged. Right, it's more of a he's he gets crazy when he gets frustrated. Mm-hmm. That he's like, mm-hmm. why don't you people understand? Right where I'm coming from right. and it's like a frustration that they yep. it just doesn't click in their heads and right. that's why I'm like this dude's gonna nail it yeah. I really do and just shave his head like he's also not annoying to hear his voice mm-hmm. right the last mm-hmm. Lex Luthor bless his heart that was not Lex Luthor okay hearing him yeah. made my ears bleed yeah. okay that's just not the role for him right. he's a good actor not for Lex Luthor. He's not right. a good Lex. Right. Now, if he wants to be arcade in a Marvel movie, fantastic. Put him in. That's a great role for him. But not Lex Luthor. And I think right. this guy has the ability to bring in the gravitas that Lex has. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I agree. I think Nicholas Holt's a heck of a casting. Jesse Eisenberg was just always... Uh, uh, and the way he was asked to play the character was this jittering lunatic. Lunatic, yeah, lunatic's a perfect word for it, and that's not who Lex Luthor is. Uh, it's just not. And so I think with Nicholas Holt, you've got all the characteristics that you just mentioned. But I think part of what the best villains are able to do is to make you as the audience understand and empathize to a point with their cause, right? To go, crap, there's a party that goes, I get where he's coming from. Yep. Or she's coming from. And okay, I don't agree with it, but it makes a lot of sense, right? And that is something I think Nicholas Holt's going to be able to just to pull off in spades. So phenomenal, phenomenal casting. I mean, just looking at this cast list, it's it's crazy. How exciting I'm, or how excited I'm getting with the characters that we're that we're gonna see, and so many of these actors and actresses. There's a couple of exceptions. I think Nicholas Holt's one of them. He's relatively well known. Nathan Fillion, bless him, remains the outlier in terms of age. But the rest of these folks, they've had some roles, so they're not complete unknowns by any stretch of the imagination. But these aren't A-listers. These aren't even, frankly, B-listers. These are folks that have been paying their dues, and now it's an opportunity to really make the role their own. And that's that's phenomenal. Now, I have no idea how much of Hot Girl, how much of Metamorpho, how much of Mr. Terrific, how much of these characters we're truly going to get in the movie, right? Just because they've been cast, just because they're listed on IMDb, I'm thinking back to Batman v Superman. Technically, we had Aquaman in that movie, and the Flash, in Cyborg. Yeah, it's but it'll be better than I, that because that was I, a I agree awful thing. I agree. But are we going to get more than just cursory glances? Right? Are we going to get some tangible depth with some of those characters? I certainly hope so. I certainly hope so. Well, and I think I, the biggest thing that we can take away from this is the fact that they have not really dialed in on the main villain, right? They're teasing this one character, right. I believe it was called the Engineer, Correct. as the as the villain, Yeah. but it didn't really feel like it was the main one. Right. So if we can get a main villain, 
lined up. Yeah. And I think James Gunn waits for a trailer. I don't think he'll drop anything. Think we'll hear about a casting person, like a character being casted. Yeah. Like, can, can we imagine just for a second if Juan Carlo Desposito ends up voicing like Brainiac or something like that? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. Phenomenal. Right. Somebody that's like that cool, calculated yep. Yep. voice. Right. Like, I think it would blow the internet up a hundred percent. So I think James waits on it and I think he should. And you just give a little tease. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, this movie's not coming out till I'm sure mid year, 2025. You know, I, I don't need to see or hear anything in terms of trailer until Christmas next year. Right. I really don't even need. Give me, give me a little tease then, but don't give the thing away. Just show us like, I want to see the characters, right? I want to see what Mr. Terrific looks like. I want to see what hot girl looks like, but that's really it. And that's, that is, I the still want the, thing. I don't want the story spoiled at all. Right. That is the one thing that I'm curious about because he has announced so many heroes for this movie. Yes. So many heroes, one kind of villain. Right. To right. me, that's like kind of insane. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine if Iron Man, they're like, Hey, Iron Man is coming out. We're throwing you all of the Avengers, all in one. And you just get to, you know, and it's like, whoa. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I'm excited. It's going to be sweet. See. Yeah. All right, so that's what we know in terms of facts. On the rumor side, we've had some uh, traction in terms of uh, different rumors for the Fantastic Four movie. I don't movie. even know if we call it traction. I would call it hearsay. <laughs> okay. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. There's some greasiness there. But... Our dear sweet, uh, dear sweet Pablo uh, is being rumored as Reed Richards. Do we think? Uh, you mean Pedro? Did I say Pablo? Hilarious. It continues. <laughs> Jamie Garcia. I heard you say that. Did I, I say like, Pablo. Well, here's the worst part. To me, at first, I was like, that sounds right. But it doesn't sound Pedro. right. At the same uh, time, I'm like, gosh. It's getting late. Freaking Pedro. Let's try that again. Pedro is Reed Richards. Uh, I, I was surprised at the negative reactions from our friend group and some other friends of mine at that possibility. I love Pedro Pascal. Not to be confused with his evil twin brother, Pablo Pascal. But I, the, the one critique I would have is it just seems too old for Reed Richards. Well, I think, and you, I think you were surprised by even my reaction because my reaction was like, you know, this is yep. kind of that. It was like, yeah, he's a little older, but also like I can see why they're doing it because it's Pedro Pascal. Yeah. He's like the hottest actor right now. Yeah, like everybody's going for Pedro. Yep. You don't have him in the right. MCU yet, yep. you know. Yep. So you lock him in for three or four movies, mm-hmm. and you got it good. But again, at the same time, it's like maybe. 10 years ago, I would have taken a exactly shot on this right. guy. Exactly right. This, it it's, seems it's 10 just, years too late. Right. So I know. Because this is a character that should be one of your tentpole characters. And to me, if you're going to go back to the older route, go get the guy that was Reed Richards 20 years ago. Not 20 years ago. Was it 20 years ago? I think 20 years ago. That's crazy. Ian Grofield. That might be 20 years ago. Ugh, let me look. Either way. You should go get that guy because that is the most Reed Richards looking dude I've ever seen right. in my life. Personally. And you can bring Jessica Alba back too. That's fine. 
I haven't seen her in anything. Oh my gosh, 2005. It's almost been 20 Isn't years. Isn't that crazy? Wow. How old is he now? That's scary. Ian, let's find out. I would like to see Born him. Born in 1973. He's my dad's age. He's a crisp 50. He's Yeah, yeah. he's... Yeah. Yeah, he's my dad's age. That's crazy. How old is Pedro? Ooh, interesting. By way of comparison, let's find out. Maybe I've been overblown. I watch Pedro be like 27. 48? He's younger? Oh, but he looks older. He legitimately... What? The guy looks older. Like, he looks more weathered. And let's be real. 48, 50? It's the same. That's the same. It's the same. But he looks... He genuinely looks older. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. I don't know, man. Yeah. I got nothing. No. I, I know. Pedro, love you. Doesn't seem like the right. To me, it just seems like seem like the right fit. To me, it just seems like Marvel is taking, is grasping at whatever A list star they can get to get attached to this movie at this point because they just have been unsuccessful, unsuccessful. Yeah, unsuccessful. I think his persona can be a fit. It still feels like a touch of a stretch. I agree. Yeah. Okay. Killian uh, Murphy, rumored as uh, our dear sweet Doctor Doom. That'd be kind of fun. I'm all yeah. Right, I mean, that's all in. Give him the rain. Lead pipe lock. You know, earlier how I was saying, oh, Kang's not gone. I don't care if he gets it. You can kill all the Kangs, <laughs> and he can be doomed. I honestly, that's the best thing I've ever heard in my life. I'm so excited. I don't know how old he is. He might be in the same range. No, I'm way ahead of you. Forty-seven. Yeah. So, and and normally I'm like, yeah, you gotta go for the younger people. Oh, I think this works. I go for it. Well, because guess what? Freaking Victor Von Doom is behind a mask. That's what I'm saying. So All we really need is his voice. Yeah. And he's got that yeah. beautiful voice. Yeah. yeah. I'm all in. That's who I want. That's my personal choice for Doom at this point. Yeah. Because I don't know I don't know who else I would go for. Um so maybe Javier Bardem. Sure. But that, that, but no, that, sorry. That's, that's, let me, like, let me go back another, to that. Right. That's who was rumored back with Black Panther. Right. That's another 10 years ago when it made sense. Right. Yep. Anya Taylor-Joy has been rumored to be a part of the Fantastic Four movie in what capacity? We really don't know. Again, that's very they just say rumor. They just said villain. And anybody that's like, oh my gosh, she's going to be the new Silver Surfer. Calm down. She's, she's not, not. going to be Silver Surfer. No, she's not. She's not. They're, look, I think Marvel is not that stupid. To make Silver Correct. Surfer a girl. A Silver Surfer a girl. I don't think they'll do it. No, I don't think they'll do that. I think they've learned. Either. And I think they know it doesn't work. Mm -hmm. So to me, I think they need to go get another big guy yeah. for Silver Surfer. My throw out will be Keanu. Mm -hmm. Freaking Keanu, man. Because, uh, you know, of the old movie that he was in where he's also a surfer. It'd be a nice little callback. Interesting. Okay. Okay. Surf. Break out the board. Break point? Break out the board. Break point? Yeah, break. Really close, really close. It was before my time. <laughs> I was close. Great swing by you. Great effort. So, um, but no, like somebody like that, right? Because the guy who played Silver Surfer and the other one was kind of similar facial structure, I feel like. Yeah. And he played the Smallville Lex Luthor as well. Fun fact. But yeah. yeah. I, I who think knows? It's, it's fascinating how there's so many rumors still around that movie like that's truly bizarre to me that nothing concrete has come out for that flick and guys there are female heralds mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. 
Yeah, that's probably what it, it will be. Right. It will probably be already an established character. And I'm cool with that. Anya Taylor-Joy is a good actress. She's yeah. a good actress. Yeah. So she'll be fine in whatever she does as long as Marvel sets her up for success. Right. Yeah. No question. They won't do that if they give her Silver Surfer. No. And no, I don't think they will. Like you said, they're not that dumb. No. All right. Let's get into Riles. A lot of great conversation. All kinds of films to discuss. I mean, it's time to bring it back to a classic. J.P. and the Beans top five. So we are ranking the top five weapons in comics. Now, I chose to approach my ranking more in the paradigm of which of these like would I like to have, right? Oh, that's exactly so, what I Yeah, do. not so we're not this is not a power ranking of you know, the Infinity Gauntlet that just gets really boring really quick. Great. I think it's a lot more enjoyable to go, "Hey, what would I like to have here in terms of uh in terms of weapon?" So, that's where we're at, Riles. You first i will i will also say this because we had a conversation before right uh, because i have one on there Mm -hmm. that i had to put on there i'm gonna make that my zero pick oh nice 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 nice. okay that way that's really i stay within the frame fair and then my zero pick would be what i would pick over all of it i love that okay i love that that's great number five number five personally for me Mm -hmm. i have web shooters give me some web shooters i love i would i would have first of all i would abuse them Literally, huh. I would be hitting things left and right. And if somebody was talking smack to me, mm-hmm. bam, web to the face. Sorry, can't talk. Also, uh-huh. he can do a lot of other things with these besides just shooting webs, mm-hmm. right? So, I mean, mm-hmm. he can swing from them. Right. He's turned them into, like, shields right. and helpful. shoots. Helpful. And so, you know, you get a, get a little good at weaving a little bit, I yeah. think. But I think they're worth it. So at all. that's my number five, web shooter. Not bad at all. My number five, I actually own some of these, the Batarang. Okay? Oh, you show off. Check this out. Yes, I have thrown it into a tree before, and yes, it sticks. This is the coolest gift I have ever received. Brother Mason, way to go. You hooked me up with these once upon a time. Um, freaking Batarangs. Like, can you imagine if... Like, I obviously own them, so I'm kind of questioning why I don't carry them around more often just to chuck them at stuff, probably because I get in trouble. But just the concept and how Batman has such a variety of Batarangs, like you've got these classic, you know, sharp, weaponized Batarangs, but there's Batarangs that provide electrical charges that can be used for covert operations if you need to bug a place, you're trying to get a camera somewhere. A remote control one. Yes, remote controlled Batarangs. Keep this out and play with this while we're is it we're this is time. it bad that I was like I want to throw this at my wall and then I realized oh and that that didn't realize and I was like oh I can't I don't own the place and I was like oh wait no I do own the place <laughs> I can do what I want and then I was like I don't want to put a hole in my wall <laughs> such a roller coaster ride I'm glad I'm glad we take that journey together that's that's truly incredible nobody work great on drywall it would just stick it'd be so satisfying so yeah pick a wall and just hurl it so that's my number five the battery uh my number four powerful um but harder to get on board with actually wanting but but i think it's just really cool my all black the necro sword okay from marvel comics uh 
I love it because of how Gore the God Butcher deployed it in his battle against Thor. I mean, the dude just was really creative with the Necro Sword, right? It essentially merged itself with Gore. He was able to create these uh, these entities with it that could travel all over space, like these beasts that fought on his behalf. Uh, and of course, he could generate phenomenally deadly weapons just at a moment's notice. So to me, that was that was quite the weapon. Now, does it corrupt the user out of curiosity? Is it one of those swords? I think it's safe to say yes, because Gore, now it's a little tricky in the case of Gore, because when we meet him, he's he's going through a tough time, right? So he's he's ripe for corruptibility, let's say. And so by the time he merges with the sword, you could say he's already corrupt. But I think realistically, the sword just took him over the edge. It's like, all right, took you from a guy that's really struggling with his uh, with his good side, and now it's just going straight over to the dark. So no question, I would say yes. So that's my number four, all black grow sword. My four, not through, the numbers threw me off. My number four is a lightsaber. Ooh, yes. Because it's a laser sword. I think of that. You can cut things with it. You didn't think of that at all? No, seriously. It didn't cross my mind once. Wow. Yeah. Uh, now I'm pretty upset. I don't really have to explain a lightsaber too much. Stupid. So, lightsaber. I lose. That's four. I lose. Gosh dang it. Okay. Now, number three. Okay. I was between two options here, but I chose this one instead. So okay. I chose the scarab, the blue beetle scarab. Okay. Okay. Yep. I love it in Jaime with Jaime. Yeah. Right? It's it's got a lot more functionality. Mm-hmm. Um it was between that or an Iron Man suit. Mm. And I chose the scarab because mm. I think just it has more versatility than an oh, Iron Man suit. Absolutely. Because right? I feel like yeah. Iron Man, he switches out his suits all the time. He's getting right. different suits. He's always right. upgrading. Right. You don't have to upgrade the Scarab. Scarab is already at its maximum upgrade. Mm-hmm. Right? And it can do mm-hmm. a lot. Yeah, it's, you're just it, trying to catch up with the Scarab. Yeah, the brain is your limit. Right. So, right. I got the Scarab at three. Mm-hmm. That's a great pick for number three. Gosh, freaking lightsaber. I'm going to be upset with myself for days over that. Hey. Feel. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it's usually me. That's usually me over there. All right. Staying on the Thor theme, my number three is Elnir. Elnir would be a lot of fun to wield. Like, such a huge hammer just to smash things is great. And the fact that it's a freaking hammer boomerang, like you throw it and it always comes back to you, extraordinarily loyal, extraordinarily useful. That's great. You can fly with it. That's so, so cool. And it, it's just such a like basic tool. It's like, here's a really big hammer and you just get to smash stuff with it. That'd just be, I think, endlessly satisfying. So Mjolnir is my, that's my number three. Fair. Yeah. Yeah. That's where I'm at. Okay. My Number two, a Green Lantern ring. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's my number two. The fact that you your imagination is the only limit in terms of what you can create, what you can generate with that ring. That's pretty freaking sweet. 
It's always on your finger, so it's tough to lose, possible somehow, but it's always right there. It's always near at hand. How great is it to be able to say the Green Lantern Oath? Oh, it's so cool. Like, what a phenomenal. Oh, it's so cool. Phenomenal set of verbiage. That's just great. I, I would never tire of saying Nothing that. was more badass growing up as a kid than hearing John Stewart yep. recite that. In Blackest Night. I mean, just incredible. Incredible. Yeah, I know. It makes you want to say the whole thing. Yeah. It just does. It's great. So that's my number two. Okay. Yeah. It's time for my number two. It's your time oh, for your number goodness. two. Number two, yeah. I have the Infinity Gauntlet. Ah. Because the gauntlet is sweet. <laughs> it can manipulate time. You can teleport wherever you want. Do a lot you of can things. manipulate reality. Seems uh, like that would be nice. Right? You can control people, which that might be up some people's alleys, but you know. If you know they're being controlled. I don't know. It's more like if somebody's annoying me, I can just be like, walk away. Okay, yes. Go away. What a very and altruistic then, way to yeah. resolve the And then, I'm missing space, right? No, you can travel wherever you want. Yes, I got space. I got time. Yeah. I got reality. Yeah. I got soul. Soul. Mm-hmm. And then what's the, oh, and then the power stone. Yes. Obviously. And then what's the yellow one? Mind. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. What's the difference? Oh, wait, the, whatever. Anyways. I don't know how you're supposed to distinguish between the mind and the soul stone. It, either really way. Knows. Either way. Lots of power. Lots of power. Point is, it's a lot. So that's my number two. That's really great. Okay. Now my number one. Let's hear it. The White Lantern Ring, because it's a uh, little bit cooler and a little bit stronger than the green one, mm-hmm. and I'd be like the only one. You true. know, there's a hundred thousand green ones. There's only a few mm-hmm. white ones, mm-hmm. and the ones that Very were rare. there rare. didn't stick. So <laughs> they have access to each and every spectrum, which is super cool. Yeah, and uh, they revive dead people, so it's like it's useful. Right. Useful. So you know, my buddy dies. Not today. Hey, you're back. Not today. <laughs> but it's, I mean, it's it's the green ring on lights yeah. because it's every single spectrum. So mm-hmm. I got the white lantern ring at one. Love it. My number one, Wolverine's claws, adamantium claws. Wow, that's number yeah. one. That's number one. Like, if I could just pop claws out of my hands, oh, awesome. I mean, ouch, hurts, so it's got to come with some healing factor for the uh, sliding back in. But uh, I still remember that that will that just lives in my mind as I can close my eyes and picture the first time I saw the first X-Men movie with Wolverine unsheathing his claws. And geez, one of the coolest Chills. things, yes, that I had ever seen at the time and have ever seen since it just is the pinnacle of what's cool weaponry that's that's pretty sweet so that's for me that's my number one wolverine's claws okay yeah now your number zero my number zero let's get it if you grew up in the 2000s and you watched the ben 10 cartoon the omnitrix is and will always be number one Mm -hmm. because it scans other alien dna Mm -hmm. and you get to be that alien so that's that great that's kryptonian that is my my boy Goku, a Saiyan. <laughs> so, usually, eat a Martian, right? I get, I get all. So I gotta take I gotta take the Omnitrix over everything else because it's just OP. It is so OP and awesome, and it's arguably the best cartoon ever. So I love it. Yes, I had no idea where you're gonna go with your number zero. If I had to guess, though, I was gonna guess. 
they're going to pull out like a Ninja Turtle weapon. No. Like Leonardo's. Yeah. Like, Too basic. Right. That's what I, that's right. I thought. Like, no, I thought about nunchucks. Is that Timon's about... bow staff? No. <laughs> Too basic. Too basic. It's a stick. You can make the argument that a lightsaber is also kind of basic because I thought no, about that. No, but it's not. But it's, but it's not. But every man in their yes. life has wanted a lightsaber at one point or another. Yes. And let's be real. It's, it's a consistent want. We'd all have a real lightsaber if it was real. So. Yeah. Yeah, you, you offer me one, you're like, no, this is the real thing. Done. Yep. Done. I'm in. You want a kidney? Two kidneys? Yes. What do you want? Wait. Whatever you want, it's yours, sir. Well, that's great. Well done on the top five, Riles. Anything else you want to hit on my brother? That is it. It's great. We're doing good. Take us home. Wrapping it. So if you like this podcast, what, you do? what are you doing? Go like, go subscribe. We're on all the, the social medias. I'm not even battering and throwing it in a wall. Yes, do that. Yes. I, I'm not going to go in detail on what we all are on and what we aren't on. Sure. And then if you like listening to me talk and you think I'm funny, great. Right? I mean, I'm freaking hilarious. Uh, Magic Beans Productions Super is the other page to go look at. That's all I have today. Do you have anything? That's it. No? Take us home, brother. On that note, Godspeed. Peace.